This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Welcome into this podcast, and if you're up for a laugh, then you're at the right place as the Irish Village is starting a comedy night, Village Comedy. And I caught up with one of the first comedians that's going to be appearing in the lineup, Ian Copinger, an Irish comic coming to the Irish Village. Enjoy the podcast and do join me live on the show, weeknights 8 through 10, here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show. A lot of comedy coming to the city at the moment. And I can tell you, Village Comedy with the Irish Village has got two great shows coming up. The 24th of Jan, um, that's at the Irish Village in the Studio One Hotel. And then at the original Irish Village in Algarhood on the 26th. Three comics coming to entertain us. One of them, Ian Coppinger, who joins me on the line right now. Ian, um, excited to be coming over to Dubai once again. Oh, indeed, I am. I love it over there. It's, it's been quite a long time since a good few years before COVID, but I was last there. So uh, way too long. So it's about time I got back in and told a few jokes. <laughs> Definitely. And uh, of course, we can tell from your accent that um, you're from that wonderful country of Ireland. But I think currently, are you on tour in, uh, in Australia? I am. I'm in Melbourne at the moment. I'm in a lovely little laneway. I'm just uh, <laughs> doing a gig here in Melbourne tonight. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm traveling around Australia for quite a little bit. I got off a cruise ship yesterday. Wow. And uh, yeah, I'm in Melbourne for the next few days and then over to Perth for one night and then I'm back to or over to Dubai to yourselves. Lovely. I mean, I, I was just thinking when I was coming in today, you know, how lives for comedians in this day and age in 2024 must be so very different than in the 70s and 80s, you know, when comics really pretty much stayed in their own area, didn't really travel. They used to say uh, comedy doesn't travel, but it's a whole different ball game now, isn't it? Oh, I think so, yeah. I mean, when I first went to the Edinburgh Festival, I realised there's a lot of jokes that even the Scottish audience wouldn't get. So <laughs> one thing about traveling, it's, it's great to travel, but you've got to write material that people around the world can understand because there's no point in me talking about getting a taxi in Dublin no. when you're in the middle of Dubai. <laughs> so you've got to write material that's international. So you soon find that out. When you're faced with an audience, we're looking at you going, I don't understand. <laughs> and I mean, simple little things like you might say the word Tesco and people, like, you know, it's not well known around the world. Yeah. You know, everyone's got their own little supermarkets. Like I'm in Australia now, it's Coles and, and uh, Woolworths. So, you know, every, you just got to drop material like that. So we, we do travel a lot, but it comes with the price of you have to yeah find out who your audience is well i'll give you the heads up when you come here it's spinners okay <laughs> that's that's the supermarket that you need to talk about so tell me about your journey oh, no. into, into comedy then uh, ian and uh, how it got started i mean so many greats have come out of ireland you know i mean a lot of irish yeah. people are just naturally funny was it always a path that you wanted to pursue i was just yeah i was very young in school i met this fella when i was about 12 sat beside each other and we made each other laugh and we did our first ever show together when we were 16 and I, I just went that's it I want to do that for the rest of my life 16 and then getting on stage I was 16 I was in a double act yeah and then I think we did one more show when I was 18 and then we actually realised ourselves we were too young I and mean, we couldn't get into some of the venues <laughs> over 18 right so we did a gig when we were 18 and the next one we did was in a club called the Comedy Cellar in the International Bar in Dublin and uh, yeah then I got I, was, I used to be hosted and booked by Ardlo Hanlon, who you'll know as Father Dougal from Father Ted. Yeah. So I've known him a long time. This was years before Father Ted. And so, yeah, we used to go in there every single week and jump up and do a few 
sketches. Then eventually he left. I do a lot of improvised comedy as well, but he left and I had to do stand-up because I'd left my job. So it was out of necessity to make money that I actually dropped into comedy rather than choosing it. Now, th- th- that's something that you've just mentioned there. Improv comedy, stand-up comedy. What is the difference? Stand-up uh, will always be, or for the most part, is written. So you sit down and you hone your jokes and you write a set and stories or whatever. Whereas the improvised show, I do it with a few other people. We just get suggestions from the audience and make up the entire show on the night. So it's like, whose line is it anyway? They throw you a topic, exactly and, uh, off yeah. you go. Yeah, and I, yeah, I tour with the guys from whose line is it anyway? I've been working with them for over 20 years. Is it more daunting doing the improv, not knowing no. what's coming next? No. no, that's the fun of it. That's the easy part. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> nice joke. That's the hard part. We've been doing it a long, long time, so we're, we're very spontaneous people and yeah we just know what to do i mean you mentioned a little bit earlier on in this chat that you know comedians now have got to be a lot more creative with the writing to appeal to uh, different audiences i mean how do you approach your writing i mean you're in australia now when you got got there are you looking for things that will be relevant to that particular audience that are funny there yeah i mean well my missus lives in australia so i'm back and forward here a couple of times a year usually so I've got jokes that have uh, my observations of Australia that I can't do anywhere else in the world. And yeah, they're, you know, I, I, slag, I really slag the Australians off and they're a great audience because they can take the slagging. <laughs> right. So um, yeah, so stuff like that. And then like, yeah, wherever you travel in the world, the little observations that you notice because when you live there, you don't notice them because they happen every day. Um, when it comes to travel, obviously in Australia now, you're coming to, D- to Dubai. I mean, what have been some of the most memorable gigs for you around the world that you really look back on and think, wow, that was, that was a spectacular gig? I th- I've been to over 50 countries now. So there's India was always a real favourite. I've been to Mumbai several times and I loved that. But I, I, another one that really stood out for me was in Beirut. I gigged in Beirut a number of years ago and that wow. was fantastic. It was really great fun. What happens is a lot of these, like what will happen in Dubai, it's expats who come to gigs. So although we're traveling around the world, the audience is kind of, you know, predominantly English, Irish, American, Australian, Canadian, but English speakers who live in that country. Whereas when I went to the likes of Beirut in India, there was no expats. It was all just locals. So that's what made it a little bit special. I've been to China over 20 times. Wow. And again, it will be expats, but you get into the likes of Beijing and Shanghai, and you'll always get locals who come. And it's brilliant. That's fair watching their reaction to us. Yeah. Because uh, they, they love us, and they're, a lot of times English isn't their first language, so we have to slow it down a little bit. But it's always beautiful. I, I just love that sort of contact. That's what's great about comedy. You can do it anywhere. You can. Uh, but what about television? Have you done much of that? Do you, have you got any specials that people can see? Uh, I don't. I prefer comedy as a live performance thing. I, I have done a lot of TV in the past, but I just prefer it as live. There's some stuff up on YouTube, but don't look at that if you're going to come and see me next week. <laughs> just in case I tell the same joke. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, comedy is always a live performance. I mean, people always ask me, oh, have you seen, like, whoever's new comedy special on Netflix? And I've never watched a comedy special on Netflix. I don't like it. I prefer right. to be in the room. Right. And, yeah, so, I mean, I've never even seen a Dave Michelle or David Chappelle joke. I've never seen him because I just don't watch those specials. I've never seen any of Ricky Gervais' specials. Just don't watch them because wow. I, I yeah. like to be in the room laughing. Yeah, yeah, I, get, I totally get you there. Um, once, you've, once you've done these shows in Dubai, um, how's the rest of the year looking? Is it back down under or are you travelling somewhere else? Oh, um, yeah, no, I'm in Dublin for a couple of weeks, then back and forth to the UK, and then I'm back to Australia for a month, and then 
There's a brilliant festival in Austria called the Altitude Festival where you go skiing during the day and there's comedy at night. So uh, I'll be doing that at the beginning of April and then traveling back and forward to Ireland and the UK and probably the Edinburgh Festival for the month of August. Yeah. And uh, I imagine I've been asked to do gigs in Azerbaijan in November. I've been there before. So I'll probably go there and then back to Australia again for... uh, I'm very lucky. I can avoid the Irish winter every year. So I come over to Australia, usually in November, and stay here till January or February. So looking forward to getting you here in in Dubai. As I mentioned, two shows, um, one at the Irish Village Studio, one hotel, and then at the uh, Algarood. Irish Village and um, tickets uh, available on Platinum List. Um, enjoy your gig. I know you've got a gig uh, coming up today, uh, Ian, and uh, we look forward to getting you in the city. Uh, I can't wait to get over. Really, really miss Dubai. It's been so long since I've been there, so I can't wait to get back. This is Dubai I 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.